You're listening to The Lively Show, episode 372. You're listening to The Lively Show. This podcast is designed to uplift, inspire, and add a little extra presence to your everyday. Welcome to the show, my friends. Thank you so much as always for listening. Today we have number two of the Beauty of Life series, although it's technically the first episode with our second guest. So it's kind of our first episode of our other guests in Beauty of Life. Thank you so much for those that have been sharing your feedback on Jennifer's session last week. It is such a joy to be turning this new chapter with you guys. Here, we're going to be meeting Danielle in today's episode. She's 37, living in London, Ontario, Canada. As you're gonna hear, she's kind of feeling a bit stuck in some areas of her life, and we're going straight into her inner voice. This is a lot of inner voice sessions. She's also going to go into some of her own beanbags that come up through the conversation, one of them that's been longstanding in her life. And then I actually released my own beanbag, which was not what I expected to be doing in one of these sessions, but it came up and I'm glad it did. So I released as well in this session. Uh, This is a really interesting one for those that are curious on how the inner voice wisdom works. We're going to talk about spiritual wizarding and when the mind tries to cut in and interject and how to hear and how to live between how your mind sees the world and perceives the world and how your inner voice does. Let's go to the show. Danielle, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Hi, you're welcome. (laughs) I'm so excited to have you to be a new guest for this little series. Tell us, how are you feeling about being part of Beauty of Life? I'm excited and I'm also a little bit nervous right now, but super excited to see where this journey takes me. I have been working at looking at everything outside of me and I have heard of you and what you do following your intuition. So I just really want to see if I can be guided from inside. Okay. All right. So when it comes to your life, tell us a little bit about yourself so that everyone listening can learn, you know, who you are, where you're living, what's going on in your life so far up to this point? So I am 37 and single. I have not been married and I am living currently in London, Ontario, Canada. I am currently working as a nurse part-time. I did have a business on the side. I have stopped at this moment because it wasn't flowing and I am just here. (laughs) Okay. And what made you want to join Beauty of Life? What made you submit your application? So I feel like I am in a cycle where I am constantly uh, in a place where things are not flowing to me naturally and I'm having to effort and strive. So financially, I don't feel supported. Dating wise, I have been single for a while now as well as career. I feel that my career is not lighting me up or making me excited. Um, So I just felt like I was kind of in this rut where I am in a place that I'm not enjoying life. And and as I said on my application, I spend a lot of time alone. And when you say you spend a lot of time alone, are we talking that you won't leave your house? Are we talking like you don't have the social life that you'd really like to have? 
So I do go out for long walks every day. But other than that, I don't have a social life in the sense that I would like to have. A lot of my friends are married with kids. So like I spend all my weekends alone. I find I don't go out for dinners right now, especially because I don't want to have people to go out with and two, I don't have a lot of abundance in finances, so I just am at home cooking alone. All right. I'm so, so honored and so excited to work with you. And at this moment, although abundance isn't exactly the same uh, situation as you're in, I too am alone most of my time. And in my position, in my place in the journey, I see the value for me right now that being alone 99% of my life (laughs) as well is actually the perfect place for me to be. Now, what I'd love to with you, Danielle, is to first, let's like, do you feel like, first of all, before we get to this question, I'm just going to ask your inner voice a few questions about that being alone all the time thing for you. So for me, it's the perfect stage that I am... I want to say the word supposed to be because there's no, you know, right, there's no wrong in this reality, but I'm in a perfect stage of my journey to be alone most of the time is actually in a huge service to myself. There's So there's no resistance in me. Now, with your situation, I'd love to ask your inner voice if this is the appropriate and perfect thing to be happening for you also, or if there is like beanbags, emotional beanbags, which we spoke a little bit in Jennifer's session, for those that are listening to both, they might be a little familiar, but I'll do it again, fresh with you, Danielle, as well, explain the, the beanbags. But I want to see, is there an emotional feeling in you as you're laying there listening to this when you're talking about being alone do you think you'll be able to hear your inner voice right away and also by the way how much have you been using your inner voice before our time together before this begins how much have you used your inner voice before if at all I've used it occasionally I would love for it to be stronger but yeah like every once in a while I will get an intuitive or an inner voice knowing um so I might be able to tap in right away. Okay. And do you feel like there's any emotional beanbags right here on the surface ready to pop? <laughs> Is there any emotion just by sharing that, you know, I'm alone a lot of the time. I don't feel like I'm feeling, I'm kind of feeling stuck. Is there anything in that right away that feels like it needs to be released in order to go into your inner voice before? Or is it? do you feel like, no, I think I'm ready to go in to the inner voice? Um. I guess we'll find out. Um, Okay. (laughs) Well, let's try it then. Let's ask your inner voice. And if an emotion comes up instead of your inner voice, we know there's a beanbag to release. How about that? So what I'd love for you to do, and this is the first time we've done on the beauty of life yet. So congratulations. We're going to go down straight away to the inner voice in your life right now and ask a very simple question. Okay. And what you're going to do as we're doing this, and for anyone listening along with Danielle, is to place your awareness, Danielle, into your heart, into your belly, basically, anywhere below your neck. The further down you go, the better, but it doesn't have to be at the bottom of your, you know, toes here. Just further down in your belly, in your heart, in your chest, somewhere down there where you've heard peaceful knowingnesses or inner voice in the past. We're going to place your awareness down there, 
okay? And when I ask the questions, this is the number one thing you're gonna have to do, is exhale. So I ask the question and you're gonna blow out of your mouth. <laughs> We're gonna blow the thoughts that your mind, so when your mind holds a thought, it holds the breath at the same time. So for us to get you to stop thinking with your mind, we have to get you to stop inhaling your breath and sucking in the thoughts. So if we get you to exhale instead of inhale, you'll be able to still hear your inner voice, but you won't be able to think the thoughts your mind wants to think at the same time. It's like your thoughts are like little bugs around your face, like little flies or mosquitoes or mozzies or that mozzies is the Aussie word for it, or uh, midges in Scotland. These little bugs, these thoughts are bugging us all the time in the mind. And when we want to get out of that mode, we have to exhale those thoughts away because the mind in its typical form, if I interviewed you in your mind, Danielle, this entire episode, what would happen is I'd ask you questions and you would inhale before you answered. And you would inhale those thoughts and you'd speak the thoughts out and you'd be completely in your mind the whole time. When we do classic inner voice sessions, Basically, what flips is that the guest, the person you're working with in a classic inner voice session, this is after actually IVFT starting on Monday, so I'll be doing this with the trainees and getting them to hold that space for people. And basically, when they work with their clients, they're going to get their client to exhale after every question's asked because you're still able to hear the inner voice. You just can't, as you're exhaling, think the thought part so the mind can't be active. It's the switch. This is the big flip, okay? So you're going to place your awareness down in your belly. And you're going to exhale when I ask the questions. And while you're down in your belly or in your chest, you're going to be listening for whatever might come up. You might see a vision, a picture. You might hear words or you might feel, like I said earlier, an emotional beanbag instead. So if it feels hard to hear something but you're getting a lot of emotion instead of an answer or a picture, then let me know. We'll release the beanbag that's on top of that otherwise answer that would be there, okay? So first, just going to ask a very, very simple question. You're going to exhale as I say. Inner voice. Well, first, let's say inner voice, are you there? Let's just see if we can get to the inner voice. So just exhale and see if you get any answers, any words, or any pictures. Hi, yes. Yes, okay. Inner voice, do you love Danielle? Exhale. Good job, good job. Yes. Yes. Does the mind love Danielle in her voice or not so much? Exhale. Just from the inner voice still. We're still just talking to the inner voice. Even when we talk about the mind, we're still going to talk directly to the inner voice. Inner voice, does the mind love herself as much as you love her or different? I heard no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's very, very, very common. Inner voice, why is the mind so hard on Danielle? Exhale on this. Your mind doesn't know the answer to this from the inner voice's point of view. So exhale. Why is the mind so hard on herself, inner voice? Good job. Good control. Job. Control. What's she trying to control? What's the mind trying to control about Danielle and her voice? The outcome. The outcome. Inner voice, are you trying to control Danielle? No. No, why not? Inner voice, aren't you supposed to tell her what to do? Isn't this the whole magic of this show? <laughs> <laughs> good job, good job. You're not, you're not there telling her what to do? You're not there to control her? I got the word flow. Flow, inner voice. That's a word Bella really likes to hear, flow. Inner voice, 
what do you want to tell the mind about being alone all the time? Inner voice, does it bother you that Danielle's alone a lot? Exhale. No. No. Inner voice is, I don't want to use the word should or supposed to be in a hard way, okay? But inner voice, is this a good thing that she's alone a lot right now or not? Exhale. The mind doesn't know. I feel an emotion. Okay. <laughs> so All right. There it crying. is. Good, good, good. Okay. Yeah. This is a beanbag now. This is very classic, right? We're asking the questions. It's clear, clear, clear. And then emotion. That means the mind has the emotional body and the mind's picking it up. It's like, ooh, there's something there. Okay. Now, what the mind can do with that emotion right now is only tell a story, right? Can you watch the mind tell the story on that one when you're feeling it? Yeah. Okay, what's yeah. the story? Tell it in the mind's words. You can use the mind right now. We're switching. Okay, what's the emotion? What's the story the mind holds to that emotion? There's a little bit of like sadness around like shame that this is happening or maybe not even just sadness, like maybe a little bit of frustration. <laughs> um, but I felt like sadness come up. Yeah, um, okay. Yeah. And what's the story on the sadness? Yeah, I shouldn't. I'm shameful. I'm doing this wrong or what's wrong with yeah. me? Is that kind of the story? Okay. Now, what is happening? Okay. I just want to explain this for you, Danielle, but also for everyone listening. Okay. So you're doing this in a grand, beautiful way that is supporting everyone else to learn about themselves in a deeper way also. Okay. So when you have these emotions and every other people might be having this right by listening to you, Danielle, they might be feeling it also in themselves. Okay. Maybe they're alone a lot too. And this is touching a similar beanbag. So they're also going to be feeling, and they might not feel in the same part of the body that you're you're going to sense into where it is, but it might touch a nerve, so to speak. When we say that nerve, nerves mean to sense, it's to feel. So touching that nerve, you're feeling the feeling. Now your mind can know the feeling is there and it can think, inhale, 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 a story. That's what the mind wants to do, right? And then tell the big story that connects, that explains why the feeling is there. But that story, no matter how many times you go into it, no matter how many times you feel the feeling, doesn't solve the feeling. It just supports why the feeling's there, okay? But what we're gonna do now is like, it's kind of like a, a weed in your garden and the mind's like, yeah, there's a weed there. And every time I go into that story, another weed pops up, a weed pops up, but it's never getting to the root of the weed to pull it out so that it's gone, right? It'll just cry and it'll feel the story. And how many times have you felt this one? How many times have you had this story and this feeling kind of pop up about being alone all the time right now? Oh my gosh, so many, so many times. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. A lot. Yeah. A lot. And that's because you can pull the, the the weed at the stem, but never getting to the root of it all day long. And it'll just keep growing and growing and growing. Comes back and comes back and comes back. And the mind is like, geez, this weed just won't go. And then it makes the story feel more real and it won't change. Right. This is classic mind. Okay, and the beautiful thing is your mind hasn't done anything wrong. It's not doing anything wrong. It's just not where the root lives, okay? It can't get to the root. Your mind cannot, well, I'll say like this. Your mind can be aware of the root might even have stemmed from, but it doesn't, it doesn't have the finger grip to pull it out. Does that make sense? So the mind can be aware of it, but it can't change it at the core level. Only your awareness can 
Your consciousness can, but your mind cannot. Your mind can know that it's there, but it can't do the weed pulling, the, the actual effective weed pulling, okay? So what we're gonna do right now is we switch into the right mode to release that. Are you ready? You ready to ready. let go of this emotion? Okay, so go back down. Now, actually, you can use your mind right now. Go to that story and poke that beanbag, okay? Poke it. So go into the story. Oh, I'm always alone. And go back to where that was. Where do you feel it in your body? Where is the emotion as you're going into that story and that sadness? Where's the sadness in the body? It's in my belly. In your belly. Now, what's the, if you gave it a shape about of a size for everybody, and also it's very powerful for you, Danielle, to give it a shape because if you can see it's in your, feel it in your belly and give it the shape, you have to really activate your awareness to where it is to get, to sense into how the volume, so to speak, it's an invisible volume, but how big is it? I would say it's like a shape of an eggplant. Eggplant. Okay, it's very common. We have lots of vegetables and lots of fruits. It's, it's funny, I picked beanbag, right? I should have called them watermelons. We have so many watermelons and peaches and oranges of all kinds. But go into your eggplant, okay? Now go into the sadness. And I am saying, bring it on, okay? But go into the eggplant of sadness. Not the story of sadness. That's the mind mode. Go into your awareness of the eggplant. Your awareness is the only thing. Your mind's interpretation is eggplant, right? But the shape that you felt into and where it lives, that's your awareness's job. That's the root pulling mechanism of you. So go into the eggplant and feel all of the sadness, okay? Let's go back to it if you need the mind to bring up that story because I kind of distracted you a bit. So it's not really probably super active. Go into the sadness. Like I'm alone all the time. And all those times you've ever felt that feeling. Go into the eggplant and feel the sadness. Now take your time with this. You've had it a lot, so it's a very deep and powerful one. If you need to, now the other beautiful thing is your body knows how to release this. So let your body guide you. If you need to shake, shake. If you need to quake, quake. If you need to yell, yell. If you need to cry, cry. It's all just emotional weather. But the body knows how to express this sadness, okay? Expression of it and feeling into it and breathing into this space. So keep doing this right now. You can be as loud as you want, by the way. So we, you know, it does not need to look perfect. And in doing so, you're just giving other people permission to, you know, feel, just do what's needed, right? It's like burping or farting or any of our other physical laughing, orgasm. All of these are natural bodily functions, right? So is emotional release. We just, uh, we got trained out of it when we were young because our parents didn't know what the heck was going on. The little kids though, they know how to have these emotions, but they don't necessarily know how to release them in the awareness of where they live and like release them at this root level. And this is what you're doing right now. So feel into your eggplant in the belly. If you need to shake, shake, like I said, do whatever you need. The body will guide you, but feel into it. Don't run from the sadness, dive into it, but dive into it as the eggplant in your belly, not as the story as the eggplant in the belly bring it on how's it feeling now danielle same size or different it's getting smaller yeah what what's are we at like half the eggplant or the size of a peach an orange an apple i would say maybe like a melon go into the melon keep going it's getting smaller it's not getting bigger it's not taking you over it is not in control of you you're doing great go for it and for anyone else that's ever felt alone and sad about being alone all the time, go into your own, 
feel into it, but go into the, you're going to hear me say this a million times, awareness, aware is it. This is your magic tool. The awareness can sense where it lives in the emotional body. The mind can know the feelings there, but cannot sense into the awareness, the volume of invisible non-physical space that this emotion is residing in. It just can feel the feeling and go into a story and cry about it. It doesn't have the ability to actually go into this melon that's in the belly and actually feel and transmute it. Eckhart Tolle, power of now. <laughs> Whatever pure awareness puts its attention on, transmutes it back to pure awareness. If you want a magic eraser, quote unquote, to these emotional beanbags, these old stuck emotional energies, you have to go into the awareness that you are in order to release at the root. It's as powerful and as simple as that. So keep going into the melon because the melon is what your awareness can sense into, not your mind. That's the biggest, biggest gift you've given yourself is going into the awareness of where it is. The awareness of the invisible space. Your mind can do the five sensory stuff, the taste, touch, sight, smell, all that, those good things, but it can't feel where this emotion lives. Your awareness can because your awareness is also non-physical. Your mind is trapped into the physical and then the thoughts as well, but which are actually non-physical. So, you know, they kind of have one little extra element here, the thought life, but these emotional bodies, the awareness is what's able to release. How's your melon now? Same or different? different it is now very very small like a lime go for it go for gold get that lime juice it juice it go to go, go until it feels flat lined go for it this is all the sadness you've had a million zillion times living in london ontario canada in your apartment never leaving go for it get all of those emotions out go for gold if you get 90 percent out 90 percent's gone what do you have to lose other than this sadness go for it and anybody else that has a beanbag right now, whether it's this or completely unrelated, maybe your boss sent you an angry email recently and that really set you off, go into the awareness of where you're feeling the emotion about the angry email, feel into that. We can do this all together, guys. I never wanted to do beanbag release on the show because unless there's actually an emotion present, it's all mental. And that doesn't mean you're doing anything. For me to do a show with like a checklist doesn't mean anything, but actually mirror neurons listening to Danielle might actually help you if there is one. Otherwise, if you don't have this beanbag, there'll just be compassion for Danielle. But if you have empathy for Danielle, there's a beanbag in you that you're feeling into. So go into it and release where it is. It'll feel so much better on the other side. Okay, how's your lime? How's it going, Danielle? It's gone. Okay, now here's the big amazing test, all right? Danielle, you're still alone in your apartment. Yeah. We have not added any new friends into your life. You're not dating anyone new. <laughs> Nothing has changed. Four minutes have passed and all you've done is, is squeezed out some eggplants, fruits, and melons and limes. But how do you feel? Try try to be sad right now about being alone. Does it feel the same or different? It feels different. I feel really light right now. <laughs> like, go for it. Try to be sad. Okay, mind. You're sad. You're still, I mean, well, you may not be sad, but mind, you're still alone all the time. Danielle's still alone. Anything else? At this moment, no. <laughs> yeah. How does it feel to say, yeah, I'm still alone? It feels like there's, like, I have no problem. Like, what are you worried about? <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, what we have now done is we've removed the root of your weed in your garden. Okay? So you can watch. Now, like, in a week from now, you might be alone and something else might show up. But go be diligent about this in the sense that the more awareness you have, the more you're like, oh, where do I feel that? Oh, it's a peach in my shoulder. Okay, then, you know, juice the peach in your shoulder, the sadness that shows up there, and it'll be gone again. So you might have other little ones somewhere else in the body or, you know, that might kind of come to this one. But right now, all you've done is released the emotional charge. So now you're seeing yourself being alone the way your inner voice sees you being alone. There's no problem. Right. There never was a problem. There was just an emotion. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I guess the big story behind it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But what do you say to the story now? Can you make the story real anymore? Without that emotion, does the story feel valid? No. It, seems, it feels feel like irrelevant. Yeah. Irrelevant. So now how does that feel to see that this big story, now how long have you had that story before this moment? This story has followed me for years. So this is not something new, isolated to London, Ontario. Yeah. And now it feels irrelevant in 20 minutes of the beauty of life. Yeah. How does that feel? I think our work is done. <laughs> We're just ready for a makeover now. Let's just like skip to the end. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, no, but, if, but just imagine if that big fat story can release in four minutes of breathing, what else is possible in your life? Yeah, I'm excited. Okay. All right. So now let's go back down and let's get some clarity on the fact that you're alone most of the time right now. So inner voice, does it bother you that she's alone? No. No. And now you're hearing that question, sorry, the answer to that question without that emotion, right? I think that's what I said first and the emotion came up. The mind was like, uh-uh, we're, we're, there's something here. But now you can hear that and there's no conflict in the mind to that answer. There's no hardness to hearing that answer. Right. It's very loud and clear. Loud and clear. So there's nothing wrong. Is she in the perfect place for herself right now in her voice? Yes. In her voice, are you happy she's alone most of the time right now or not? Just exhale. Good job. Good job. Way to exhale. You don't know the answer to this. I don't know the answer to this. In her voice, is it good that she's alone right now most of the time or not? Sometimes. Sometimes. And her voice said there are times where you would, if you were in charge of the body of Danielle, you'd be around more people than she's been? Or would you have been with yourself a lot of the time that she's been alone? Good job. Just listen. And her voice, what do you want Danielle to know now? Now that we've released the big, sad story of being alone, what do you want her to know about her life and the season of her life right now? What should she know about this season of her life now? Exhale and listen. Your mind doesn't know the answer that your inner voice will have. She's learning about herself. Herself? 
in her voice. This is a time where a lot of people that she knows are, you know, having babies and children and families and they're very busy with a lot of other things going on. And this is just about her being alone in her apartment with herself. Is that okay for her to just be with herself right now? Without all those other things happening, like her friends and peers? Yes. Yes. Why is it okay that she's doing that? This is all part of her path. Her path. So she's in the right part of her path. Yes. She hasn't failed at life by not having those other things? <laughs> no. No, it's she done her, it's all coming. So it's okay that it hasn't happened yet? Yes. Okay, how does the mind hear all of that? Does it like hearing that or disagree with it? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, the mind doesn't agree. Okay, inner voice, <laughs> what's the mind's story? Now, this is going to be fun, all right? Let your inner voice tell the story of your mind. Okay, inner voice. In your words, in her voice, what's the story the mind has about this stage of life and, you know, where she's at versus her peers? My mind thinks that I'm failing. Yeah. In her voice, is she failing? No. In her voice, is there any failing in this reality? Now, exhale, because you don't know the answer. In her voice, is there any failing in this reality for anyone ever, ever, ever? No. No. Nobody can fail. Good job. It's just Nobody can ever fail? All. Yeah, I just hear it's all. I don't know what that means, but it's all. All. <laughs> yeah. all. Is it all allowed? Yes. Inner voice is failing on a test. I know Danielle is a nurse. So if she failed a nursing test, for example, or a test when she was in college, did she actually fail in your eyes, inner voice? No. No. What would have happened? Let's say she failed at something. What would have happened in your eyes, inner voice? Good job. Just listen. Redirection. Redirection? So if she failed at a test, it was just a redirection? Yeah, it's just for her to look and look at it from a different lens, I guess. Beautiful. So nobody ever actually fails. That's going to be either a relief to the students in college right now listening to the show. <laughs> Or the teachers are going to go, oh, no, our kids are going to stop caring if they fail. <laughs> In her voice, do you care if they fail? No. No. they. Oh, God. We're just going to we're just going to untie the shoelaces of humanity if we make all these things not matter in her voice. Gosh, you can be alone and inside your house all the time. You don't have to have lots of friends or family or you can fail at tests and we're all OK, even if we do these things in her voice. Yes. Yes. Why is it okay? Why can people fail? Why can they be alone in their apartments all the time? Why is it okay that people can do all this stuff? Why is that okay? Minds don't seem to think so.
my mind really wants to jump in. <laughs> okay, what does the mind want to say? What's the mind's answer to this one? Good job on being a catcher of that. So you can tell it wants to inhale. Can you notice that when the mind wants to think, it wants to inhale so bad? It's like, I got the answer. It just wants to suck it in. Okay, what? let's let it suck in. All right, inhale. So mind, why? What's the answer in the mind? It, it says it's not, like it thinks it's not okay that we should be living this life that is looking a certain way. Yeah. Now, inner voice, is there any way life should look? Inner voice, now exhale. Instead of inhale, exhale now. So inner voice, is there any way anyone's life should look at all? No, it's all unique. Am I talking to Eckhart Tolle or am I talking to Danielle? Who am I speaking to right now? Am I talking to Buddha or am I talking to Jesus? Or am I talking to Danielle? Am I getting the same spiritual wisdom that all the wise ones say? But all I had to have Danielle do was exhale and I can get the same wisdom? Even if her mind doesn't agree with it, Danielle, right? Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Even without your mind's <laughs> agreement, it's like, no, I disagree with this. <laughs> but you're able to hear the same wisdom as Socrates, right. as Jesus, as Buddha, as Eckhart. It's an exhale away. This is inner voice. Is this an alien? Or is this Eckhart speaking through Danielle? Exhale. <laughs> inner voice. Am I getting it? Am I secretly channeling through Danielle another entity? No. No. I'm getting to Danielle, just the Danielle that's not in her mind. Yes. She's pretty wise. Sounds just as wise as Eckhart and Jesus and Buddha. And her voice is Danielle outside of the mind, just as wise as all the other wise ones. Exhale. The mind doesn't think that, of course. Thinks she's a loser that's living in her house all the time alone, so that's probably not going to be the enlightened one. But in her voice is the Danielle outside of the mind, just as wise as all the other wise ones. I'm hearing yes, but my mind really wants to question yeah. my answer. <laughs> yeah, inner voice that's highly questionable. Have you seen her life? That's what the mind's like, wait, have you seen how we live? <laughs> have you seen what we worry about, inner voice? How could that possibly be true? Inner voice, is everyone outside of their mind as wise as Danielle, just one of the early wise ones and everybody else isn't there yet? Exhale on that. Of course, the mind doesn't know what everybody else is true. So we got to just exhale and listen. That's all we've got the choice to do. Good job. Just give it some space. Just I hear everyone. Deeper. Yeah, everyone has this access. Everybody? Gosh. And our voice, have you seen social media? I don't think everybody has this access. <laughs> I'm joking. But in our voice, why? <laughs> if everybody has this wise self, Here's a great question. Okay, this is beyond, this is the power, guys, I'm demonstrating here. Danielle, your mind has no clue on this, so don't even try. Just exhale, okay? Inner voice, if everybody is that wise, why aren't they aware of it right now? Now, the mind has no answer to that, okay? So just exhale, because you don't know the answer to that in your mind. Inner voice, why, if everybody's that wise, why aren't they all living from this place already? Just listen. They don't know how. They don't know how. 
Is that okay in her voice that they don't know how yet or they haven't known how yet? Yes. Yeah. So they haven't been failing because there is no failing. So even if they haven't been knowing, they haven't been failing because you don't have failing in your vocabulary. So it's okay that they haven't known that they're that wise yet. Yes. Yeah. How does the mind hear all of that? How's the mind feeling after getting this level of clarity? Very confused. Okay. Now, what's the mind confused about? Because it's saying one thing, but my reality is complete opposite. But I guess it's this is what I'm here to learn. Exactly. So let's let your mind now do some of the guiding for us, okay? So right now, go up to the mind. Okay, and suck in all you want now. Inhale, inhale, if you want to. In, okay, so to, to the mind of Danielle, what is your concerns about what we've heard so far? And let's, let's see if we can do a bit more dialoguing to clarify everything we just heard. It's very challenging, right, to say everybody is as wise as the enlightened ones. They just don't know that. They just don't know how to be in that part of themselves yet. That's it. Yeah. What's the mind's concern? The mind's concern is, is how? <laughs> how do you, how, when that part of you is so clear and like knowing that everything is okay, that in reality that I'm living, it's so it feels so different. Okay, send that question down, okay? So how in her voice is it possible for this to all be true, but Danielle's life to be so different than that truth? I hear perception. Perception. Okay, inner voice. What is perception? I love doing this. We're going to ask your inner voice to define perception. It's a beautiful word. It's a very powerful word. It's a very clear word, but it's a word that's more familiar for this wiser part of you. The minds, because the minds are not in clarity, don't understand that word very much yet, right? Danielle, does your mind like think about the word perception all the time? In a way, yeah, like a lens, like way you're looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so inner voice, what's your definition of perception, inner voice? In your words, inner voice, how do you define perception? How you receive information. How you receive information. Okay, so when they're perceiving, when they're receiving information from their mind, they kind of have the mess of humanity right now. <laughs> and then when they receive from their intuition and their inner voice, they have a different perception. They can fail without failing. They can fail at a test without failing. They can be alone without it being a problem. Right. And all it is is a perception away. Is Danielle's life going to be worse if she just followed you 100% of the time in her voice? No. No. Would it be better? <laughs> I don't know if this is my mind or if it's my inner voice being funny, but I hear her heck yes. 
Heck yes. Heck yes. Inner voice was the heck yes from the mind or the inner voice. Who answered that inner voice? You said heck yes. A voice. Uh, yeah, my inner voice. Inner voice. Inner voice said heck yes to listening. So she's not going to be a penniless beggar on the street if she listens to her inner voice. This is kind of a fear. It's like, what if I just listen to my inner voice? What will happen to me? Am I going to be like a leper? Am I going to be poor and broke on the street? Is is my life going to fall apart? Is is her life going to fall apart if she follows you in every way, inner voice? No. No. What would happen if she followed you in every way? Inner voice. I'm just getting a visual of like bright light. She's going to be a bright light in her voice. That doesn't mean she's going to be able to pay her bills or her mortgage or have (laughs) friends. It's just a light. Maybe she doesn't want to have a bright light. Maybe she likes a dimmer switch. That's all that you're, (laughs) is she going to have her life fall apart or will it come together in a different and new and beautiful way? Way to listen. Is she safe if she follows you in her voice? Exhale on that one. Yes. 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 Does the mind have fear on that question? Will I be safe? Yes. Yeah, of course it would. Because the (laughs) mind has been in charge for this entire practically an eternity, right, of humanity for a very long time, and in your life as well, maybe other lives you may have had before as well. So handing over the keys to the car, to your inner voice and saying drive, is kind of a scary feeling to the mind that's been trying to control. Right in the beginning, your inner voice said that the mind's trying to control Danielle, to live the life and to control the life in the best possible way. So one of the fears the mind, understandably, it's kind of like a parent giving the keys to the kid and saying, are they gonna be okay without a babysitter? You know, Are they gonna be able to take care of themselves? Will they be safe if I'm not there to watch over them? Does that kind of make sense to how the mind feels? If I just like hand over, is it gonna be okay? Like, am I gonna be safe? Yeah, big time. Yeah. Okay, so inner voice, let's let's look at the big question. Is there a beanbag there first, too? Will I be safe? Is there a beanbag there, an emotion that comes up a little bit, a fear maybe, trepidation, uncertainty? Or no? At this moment, no. But that no. Okay. Yeah. It could change later. And then if you feel that, go into it, okay? Go, where do I feel that fear? Where do I feel that uncertainty? But right now, that means you're in alignment to your inner voice because your inner voice is saying it's safe. You promise inner voice, do you pinky swear? Even though you don't have a pinky, we're going to pretend that you do. Inner voice, do you pinky swear she's going to be safe? Yes. Pinky, pinky swear. She's not going (laughs) to. But eventually she is going to die in her voice. Is she still going to be safe then? Yes. Does the mind agree with that? You'll be safe even when you die? Um, my, I'm kind of spiritual, so. Yeah, you're like, okay, my mind's already adopted that belief. Okay, good. Good. There's no conflict there. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Because otherwise, if your mind didn't have a belief that supported that feeling, then there would be a conflict, right? There would be that beanbag kind of, I don't know about that. Like that, there's a feeling there that doesn't trust. But because your mind does trust, there's no conflict. 
Okay. So she's always safe, even after death. She's still safe in her voice? Yes. Now, this is going to be crazy. Watch this. In her voice. So she could get hit by a car, which doesn't sound safe to the mind whatsoever, and she would still be safe. Exhale. Yes. Yeah, right? Isn't this crazy? Inner voice, how is that possible? How is it possible that someone could get hit by a car? Because we're asking for safety here. And we're asking you to pinky swear about this. But then I say, hey, if she gets in a car crash, she's still safe. So then it means that she still could get hit by a car. <laughs> You're just <laughs> saying that she's going to be safe even if that happens, which is not what the mind is trying to get safety about. Does this make sense, Danielle, to the mind? Like, yeah, wait, how is this all safe? How is it safe to still get even hit by a car in her voice? How is that safe? Okay, my mind wants to step in and be like answering it like because my inner voice is my soul. And so my inner voice is safe because it's an energy body or like a inner voice essence versus a physical okay so say that again so that you're saying basically the mind wants to say it's because i have a soul which so it's kind of like on the belief system train but what did you actually hear from your inner voice my inner voice said yes yeah 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 still safe okay so everybody, even when they, okay, could, this is, this is edgy, okay? I'm just like poking okay. to show the amazing potential everyone has to go inside themselves beyond their beliefs, okay? So in her voice, if she got murdered, would she still be safe? Exhale. It's edgy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is there a beanbag? No, my inner voice is, is saying yes. My mind wants to be like, yeah. well, you're murdered. <laughs> well, that doesn't sound very safe, and it doesn't sound yeah. very fun. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just pushing at boundaries, right? Minds love to do this, so I'm doing this on behalf of minds. This isn't my actual mind that's worried about this. I've done enough inner voicing over the 13 years of my life to, of doing this 13, 15 years to know enough inner voices. And this is, by the way, classic to every inner voice I've ever worked with, Danielle. So what you're getting is not different than any other enlightened point of view of any other human that's also doing the same thing, which is as powerful as an exhale. The minds don't agree. So I'm just doing some kind of classic contrast with you right now. Here's what your inner voice says. Here's how your mind thinks. Here's what your inner voice says. Here's how your mind thinks. And what's basically happened is the mind is kind of attached to a lot of cultural mass consciousness mass mind, you could say, belief systems. And some of the belief systems of mass consciousness, you don't hold, right? Like you're not scared about death, but a lot of people in mass consciousness might have that fear. You don't because you have a different belief there. But one of the beliefs that a lot of people hold in mass consciousness is that you're not safe if you got murdered. <laughs> right. So that's right. like what you're like, okay, so I'm cool on the soul side of things. I'm like on board with that, but the murder thing's kind of hard to palate. Now let's go into your inner voice. How is it okay if she got murdered in her voice? How is that okay? Yeah. 
If you want to release a beanbag there too, it'll be easier to hear the inner voice and it'll release any fear around murder. Is there one there? Yeah, because I'm getting nothing. <laughs> okay. Where do you feel the emotion? Where do you feel the energy stuck? In my mind. Okay. What shape is it? It's small. It's, it's like a grape. A grape. Go on in. What's the feeling in the grape? What's the frequency there? Like nervousness? Yeah. Yeah. I can feel that. I can feel a little beanbag in me right now, in my chest right now, saying, okay, I've been doing this with people one-on-one -on -one privately for over a decade of my life. But to do it on a show where people might have beanbags, and might not be ready to hear this level of clarity. Ooh, edgy for me too, because I don't want to hurt anybody's bubble. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to create, I'm not trying to cause, um, I want to cause clarity, not pain, right? But poking on this one with you, I know you don't have this particular story, Danielle. To my knowledge about your life, you don't have murder as a regular part of your daily routine. So I think that I'm picking on this as an extreme for you, but that doesn't mean for other people that might be listening that that might not feel like a much more close to home story in their life experience. And their inner voice would give something very similar or equally wise to understand on that subject. But my mind is going, oh gosh, what if people aren't ready to hear this yet? What if they're not ready to be at this level of clarity yet. So I too, even just doing this work with you, something I would do without worrying about it whatsoever, would have no hesitations one-on-one -on -one in a private session. Ooh, an edge to go, I obviously want to help and uplift, but at the same time, this must mean that if I get rid of this, I'll be like, it'll be okay. You know, it's okay if people aren't ready. There are people that are ready. And for those that are ready, they'll like this. And those that aren't, will not like this. <laughs> That's okay. So this is my own beanbag I'm describing as I'm feeling into my own chest. How's yours feeling? How's your grape, Danielle? <laughs> it's kind of shriveling up like a, like a raisin. <laughs> Good. Go for it. Go for your raisin. Oh, it's so interesting for me too, right? Of course, I've, I've been doing this work and loving it and loving the power of it. I know one-on-one. -on -one. And I know why I'm sharing it now. I feel like humanity is ready to go inside and to release the ties that bind them back up into their mind. So we're always safe in our voice? Yes. Even when we die? Yes. Even if we got murdered along the way to dying? <laughs> yes. Yes. 
amazing. What a different world to live from this place inside ourselves. Same world, different perception. Right. Same people. We didn't unplug your mind, you know. We didn't have, give you a lobotomy. We didn't flip you into instant enlightenment of, uh, you know, where your mind's just gone. We didn't erase it. We're just flipping you back and forth between how your mind sees this reality and how the enlightened you sees this reality. And we're not talking to another. We're not secretly talking to Eckhart Tolle through Danielle. We're not channeling Abraham Hicks accidentally through Danielle. We're just getting to the deeper part of Danielle that has a different perception. Inter okay, so now let's go up to the mind of Danielle. Now, when we start at the call versus now, how are you feeling? I'm feeling relaxed and peaceful and calm. And I feel okay. Were you not feeling okay before our call? I was a little nervous. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because, I mean, you're, you're like, what's going to happen? Slash everybody's going to watch whatever happens. So that's a little bit. Yeah, thank you for being, we honor you for having the courage to show up and to be willing to basically exhale. Thank you for exhaling, Danielle. Thank you for being willing to exhale. And thank you for being willing to, to share how your mind feels. And thank you for being willing to share what you're hearing from your inner voice, even when your mind doesn't agree with it. And thank you for sharing when you're feeling the emotions that come up from what I'm kind of poking at, you know, like helping you to see how to release those things that are in the way, the things that make the one answer different than the other. You know, when I say about death, the mind's on board. That's what we call alignment, right? When your mind was like, yeah, I'm not worried about death and your inner voice isn't worried. There's alignment there. Right. There was no conflict. But when I pushed on the you're safe even if you get murdered, <laughs> that one, there was like, mm, I don't know about that. Uh, the mind has a little bit of a different opinion. And so we released the grape that was the block, the emotional block, from the mind being in alignment. Now, does the mind understand more? It may not want and it may not say, hey, let's raise my hand for murder. We're not saying you should get murdered. What we're saying is, though, does the mind understand how you could be safe even if you got murdered now more easily than it could before? <sighs> or is there still conflict in the mind on that one? No, it, there is definitely an ease with it. I'm kind of shaking, but yeah, there's definitely a bit of an ease from it. Like, Yeah, uh, we're not saying we're asking for it. We're not saying bring it on. <laughs> we're just saying <laughs> that we're understanding at a principal level that the inner voice is living from all the time. That like, that is not, the, like all of these extremes of this reality, because this world is a world of duality. And as one inner voice told me when I asked the question, how can there be so many terrible things that happen in this reality? How can so many bad things happen in this reality? How can it all is well be what the inner voice basically always says? 
no matter what. I said, how can it be so terrible here if it's always well? (laughs) And uh, the inner voice of this woman in three words answered my question. All is allowed. And as all is allowed in this reality, all the vibrational highs, all the vibrational lows, all the variance, the contrast, as Abraham Hicks calls it, all is allowed. But at the same time, on this deeper level of what your inner voice called perception, all is well. Inner voice, is it true? Let's see it for you, Danielle. Let's check on that for you. Maybe it's a different answer. Maybe it's the same. Inner voice, is all is well true or not true? True. True. Inner voice, why is, why is that something that all the inner voices get? Why do all the inner voices say all is well? Exhale on that. The mind doesn't know. How is all as well, even with all the crazy things that are on this planet, like murder and war and torture? Even not even now, but just think about historically, there's been a lot, even a lot of, a lot of unconsciousness in her voice. How is it all as well, even with all of that? It's all part of the human experience. The experience. Did you hear that? Or was that the mind? It's okay if it, either way, which one said it? My mind put in human, but it's all part of the experience of what I heard. Yeah, no, I I wasn't questioning it. I did think it was, but it sounded so kind of casual that I just wanted to confirm that was a, that was, that's what you really did here. It's not just your mind saying something it's heard. Cause what we do try to do when we do IVFT is uh, make sure for people that are super, super like interested in the subject of spirituality and have studied it a lot. Sometimes they do what we call spiritual wizarding. So mm-hmm. spiritual wizarding is like repeating Eckhart Tolle or Abraham Hicks from your mind because it knows it, your mind can kind of Google. It's like, spiritual history book (laughs) of all that it's learned and repeat what it's heard other people say. But it's a very different thing to repeat what Abraham says than it is to hear your inner voice say the same thing Abraham says in your own knowingness of that. Does that make sense? So a wizard is a mind saying something spiritually true, but the inner voice part of you is that place where the same truth is coming through you as Abraham Hicks or as Jesus or Buddha you know does that make sense yeah so I just want to clarify what I'm hearing so you're saying when my inner voice is saying it and I'm experiencing that it's like more resonating versus hearing it from somebody else saying it to me Yeah, some people, if I ask a question, they'll know the spiritual answer in their head. And they'll go, oh, well, this. Because they've, they, people that study it a lot. I love when I get an innocent (laughs) breather. It's my favorite because I can get all the same wisdom out of them if they're innocent and they just have the courage to breathe and listen. (laughs) It's great because they don't know what they're getting is so profound on the surface because. They've never listened to all the Eckharts and Abrahams, right? So they don't know that this is like just as wise as what everybody else is listening to. They're just like, well, this is the word I hear. I don't know. Take or leave it. <laughs> they don't even know if it's true, but they hear it, right? Where if I've got mm-hmm. somebody that's very, very, they've gone to a lot of Abraham Hicks conferences or they've gone to a lot of Joe Dispenza work or studied a lot of books on the subject, 
those people sometimes have a harder time turning their mind off when they're hearing the answers from their inner voice because their mind wants to jump in like the good student that it is and give the answer from other people's wisdom, not its own wisdom outside of its own mind. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you're not doing that. I'm not saying that you were. I'm just saying that I wanted to clarify when you say super casually, sometimes not that you did this, but I know that some other people, if I had a sense of a spiritual wizard on my hands for everyone listening, it's to be really honest with yourself when if you happen to do a lot of spiritual work and study this stuff a lot, recognizing that you don't need to rely on the answers your mind has from the other wise ones that have already come before that you've studied from, that that wisdom is accessible within yourself and can come through and it'll have the same truth, the same wisdom will be there, but it'll come in your own in uh, experiential receiving of it you know it'll say the same thing but in your own way in the way that's right for you to hear that you know okay it's saying what Abraham says but I'm really getting it from within myself because it's not using the exact same phrases or verbiage at times as what the other ones have gotten it's still the same frequency it's still the same essential meaning but you're still making sure that you're going into yourself rather than rehearsing someone else's answer so beautiful job. I'm just kind of, for other people listening, Danielle, I'm just kind of sharing that that's something to be aware of if they've done a lot of studying, uh, because it can be easy to have the mind slip in some answers that don't necessarily mean that you're still receiving the answers. It just means you're thinking the thoughts from the spiritual encyclopedia. Right. But you got that. You got that. That it's all just an experience. This whole reality all is well because it's all just an experience and all is safe, even with all the crazy drama that happens here. Because it's just an experience. Because that's what you got, right? What did the inner voice say to you? I said, how can it all be okay? Yeah, it's all part of the experience. All part of the experience. Is anyone permanently ruined by the experience inner voice? Excel on that. <laughs> Is anyone permanently ever ruined by something that happens to them? I hear no, but my mind really didn't want me to say it. Yeah, I know, right? I Thank you, Danielle. You're doing such a good job because these are edgy things, right? I have normally no problem whatsoever in the world doing this one-on-one with, with clients. Like I could do this with you, but knowing that the world's going to hear this, you know, and knowing with compassion that they might not be ready to want to hear this yet <laughs> is a little edge that I like release that beanbag for. But now that I've released it, I can see that, you know what? We're not doing any favors to those that are ready to hear this if by not saying it, you know, by not really like sharing this level of truth inside of the self. You know, it's like for those that are ready for this, we owe it. I, I, I want to share this with them for those that are and, you know, for those that aren't loving it, they should, you know, come back to it ever if they want to or leave it now, you know, completely. But for those that are ready, what a relief to know that this is okay, 
and we can see from this different part of ourselves and we can be this wise in ourselves and we don't just have to look at the external sources for guidance and wisdom that if we can have the power to exhale and feel those emotions when they come up that we can see this world from the enlightened perspective of all of the wise ones that have come before us how does that feel It feels, I feel like I'm like floaty. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That's how I personally feel. Um, but my mind is like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your floatiness is your consciousness. So what we've been doing this whole time, getting you to exhale, the power of that exhale is helping you switch into your consciousness and your consciousness is a point of awareness. Well, well, you're experiencing yourself as a point of awareness in the body, okay? But you are not actually the body. You're the awareness that's in the body. You're the consciousness in the body. And so when you're feeling that floatiness, which is very, very classic for people that do full sessions, and if anybody's curious and wants to do this, go to the Find a Facilitator page on JessLively.com and you could do a client session with facilitators that have been trained so that they would just do a you know, a 90-minute, two-hour session with you where they help you hold the space to get into this place. But often people are floating afterwards because... They've shifted their point of awareness from the mind trapped in the body to the awareness that's not contained exclusively in the body. You're going into your eternal timelessness, this floatiness that doesn't have, uh, you could almost say like physical gravity, right? Because it's not tied to gravity. That's the perception of the mind as the avatar in this reality. But the consciousness that you are is going beyond time and space and doesn't actually have any weight to it at all. So that's why you feel weightless and floaty. You've just shifted mm -hmm. your perception of that awareness. Now, normally that awareness of floatiness is kind of actually funneled and focused into the mind. That's how people have been living for a very, very, very long time, almost trapped in that focus perspective instead of ever kind of remembering that they can release that focus just by exhaling, by slowing the mind, by exhaling, and by listening instead of thinking. It's, a, it's so funny that Descartes, Eckhart talks about this in The Power of Now. You know, the big flaw with humanity's understanding of this reality is I think, therefore I am. But the only reason you can actually think is because you are. <laughs> you have to exist in order to think. You don't exist because you think. Thinking can only happen when there's existence, when there's awareness. When there's awareness, then there is an ability to be aware and then focus and then go into a mind and then have a thought. But people still exist pre-thought and post-thought. Thought is not what determines your existence. It just determines the mind's perception of itself being what Eckhart calls the ego or the human perspective. But the awareness of awareness is what needs to precede everything in order for existence to happen. And quantum mechanics already shows this. It's so amazing because we're at a time now in history where the science shows this, but the understanding of what that science is showing isn't yet in full awareness to most, or not all of the scientists that are seeing it, understand the implications of it. Consciousness creates reality. 
So that awareness that you're feeling, that floatiness is what creates this reality. And then in this reality, we have humans and we have minds. Cool. And those are what most of our awareness gets shoved into. And that's where Descartes thinks, you know, I think therefore I am. But really, it's just like awareness is playing the game of humans. And so Descartes being a human mind, you know, it's like thinking that the avatar exists because of its thinking. And that's true, actually. Descartes, the ego, the human, does exist because as Descartes and as the human does exist because of thinking. But the awareness that keeps Descartes alive is not preceded by thought. It's not the mind. It's not the human form. It's the chicken or the egg. It's actually the, the thing that comes after the first thing. First is awareness, then is the separation or perception of separation into a body, into a thought, into a mind, into duality. Does that make sense, Danielle? Does any of that? I'm trying to comprehend what you just said in my floaty state. Uh, I know, you're actually there. Does it make sense, though? In the floaty state, what I said, does that feel, you don't even have to like overly get back in your head about it, but did that feel flowy to hear? Yeah, like it, it just like made sense completely to me. I just, my mind's trying to digest it, but I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it might as well not. <laughs> yeah, don't even, don't even try it. We'll just leave it there for those that were listening, you know, but in that state of awareness that you were in, there was a resonance to that understanding. Yeah, the mind trying to catch up with it is kind of like trying to create a belief system around it, but it's not needed at the deeper level of you, this floaty part of you. That's just what I'm saying is explaining what's happening. And so you're like, yeah, that flowed. You know, if I said something different that didn't flow at that state of you, there would be something that would catch. You know, if I said something that was super mental and untrue to that part of you, that awareness part of you, then it would have caught on you. But instead, it just kind of was like water over the duck's back, just kind of was like, yeah, that was nice. Now your mind is going to have to, if it felt like it, to adopt a belief system to support that would have to go think and plot and study and all that kind of stuff. But the point isn't to have to do that. And what I said is not necessary to know or study. I just liked the subject of studying it on the way to understanding and being it. Does that make sense? So for me, that was a fun playground for my mind to focus. But what I learned wasn't what makes me know that's true. <laughs> it's just I know that's true and that's what also the studies show, which is so cool that we are getting to that place even if the implications of consciousness creating reality isn't really always comprehended. It's so interesting when I've studied quantum mechanics from the 1900s and the 1920s, you could see if you study it, some of the scientists got that and some of them didn't and they would have big arguments. <laughs> but they were kind of arguing, one. some were arguing from this understanding of grasping that truth about consciousness preceding humanity and awareness and so awareness being the, the source of all things and others were still kind of in the muggle perspective going mm, I don't know if that could be true some were seeing the forest through the trees and others weren't what's so amazing Danielle is that you didn't study any of this stuff you're just exhaling and I'm just holding space for you to feel safe and ready to exhale and listen in yourself and you're getting the same information without having to study because study is for the mind. Wisdom is done through the exhale. Wisdom is received. It's not mentally created. It's just that when people were wise in the past and receiving, 
other people would think and listen and suck in those wisdoms as thoughts. And then they become spiritual wizard, quote unquote, the spiritual wizarding. It's not that, you know, there weren't spiritual wizards. Those are amazing people that were receiving. But when the mind does the spiritual wizarding, it's like dressing itself up in wizard clothes and trying to be the wise one. But it's really just regurgitating the wisdom that was received by somebody who had the courage to exhale and listen, just like you, Danielle. That's the power of the beauty of life and why I'm so excited for you because at this state, can you even imagine a problem in your life? I know you're kind of just floating there, right? But do you even see, like, I know we'll go into your life. We have four months to work together and look at the things that your mind sees as quote unquote problems. But can you even look at your life now in the same way that you did before our session began? No, not, not it. Not right now. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. When the mind gets started up in like two hours or tomorrow <laughs> or Wednesday, you'll be like, you know, no, I'm back. Okay, let's let's do some more work together. You know, and I'll still want to catch up on the rest of the areas it has stories about. But just shifting to this place more and more and releasing the beanbags that make the mind feel like its story. And its story is really just tracing back to these old emotional weeds that we talked about are in your garden when those weeds are gone there's not going to be much conflict between the mind and just living from this place okay so that's what we're going to do but for now i just want to honor you and thank you for having the courage to especially do some of those edgy you know questions that i ask that have nothing to do with your actual personal life whatsoever but are on a more meta level you know <laughs> on the metaphysical level and on the meta of like humanity and like poking through some mass consciousness belief systems. Oh, thank you so much. You had such a uh, courageous job just listening and having the courage to say what you really heard. So thank you. And I'm very excited that you no longer feel so bad about being alone all the time. Because <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. It doesn't mean it'll be forever, but it can be very beautiful for you right now. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. And for everyone listening and Danielle, until next time, may something wonderful happen to you today. <laughs>